my name is Virginia, aka Gigi. I'm Victoria. And this is Mika. <laughs> and this is A Word at the Table. And we have a very special guest. Oh, we have Andrea. Um, I am a we are a huge fan of your podcast. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. That's always such a, a hard thing to do, right? So you, you don't say much about yourself like other people would. So my name is Andrea. I live in Miami, Florida. Um, I do operate a podcast. I'm I'm not a pastor. I'm not a preacher. Um, I'm just a lover of Christ. I love God. It, yeah. it, and, <laughs> and that that that's it. <laughs> Amen. I remember um uh you had this one line that it was like um if you don't deal with the pain of your past that pain's going to deal with you I to, mm-hmm. I to write it down for you when you don't deal with your hurt your pain will begin to deal with you I was like now this this is a woman she is <laughs> like the, the like part of like like our tribe I guess like oh my gosh like I love the way that you incorporate um faith uh therapy and just like wellness together mm-hmm. and your voice is so soothing like I, just, I love <laughs> on it. top of all of that well, oh, thank, yeah. it was, well, thank you thank you the, the name of your podcast um it's my turtle doves asylum nice available oh. on spotify and anchor <laughs> Yeah, I love how you call them. I, I, when you start the podcast, you you have a name for us. Like, yeah, like oh, yeah. Hi, my turtle doves. <laughs> and it had that 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 opening has its own story in itself. Mm. But yeah, happy belated birthday again. Yeah, thank you, thank you. And you know, I I got a gift today. I got a gift today. I thought that it was over. You know. <laughs> but I got a gift today, and it was it was so awesome. It was so awesome. I think that it was a shirt. The shirt said, "This woman has been through enough fires that should have took her out, but God, or or something of that sort." And I was like, "Girl, you 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 put your heart in this gift." <laughs> it was nice. Yeah, it was so nice. That's awesome. It's always nice to take another trip around the sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a blessing. So I do have an icebreaker. Oh. Um, I, I don't know if it goes into the topic. No, that's perfect. Can, but um, the icebreaker is what keeps you up at night? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Me? No, I, in general, anyone can answer. What oh, I was like, come on now. <laughs> I'll tell you, but why you had to? I'll tell you, but why you had to do me like that? <laughs> for me like usually just the busyness of like life even like the next day I'll be thinking about things I gotta do so I would say that but eventually I fall asleep I go to bed (laughs) weirdly enough I feel like I'm like slightly narcoleptic like it doesn't when it when it when it's bedtime when it's bedtime no that's so true I don't know. Like when people be like, "Oh, I was so stressed, I couldn't sleep." I I don't know. Like, you're like, like what? <laughs> I, don't, I can't identify with that. <laughs> yeah. No, Vicky has slept through like concerts, comedy shows. Yeah. Like, well, that, now that that's me. When I go to sleep, I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> knocked out, knocked out. Even yeah. when like like in college people will be like, "Oh, I'm gonna pull up all nighter." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. <laughs> like I just wake yeah. up. I'm like. Oh, it's 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, 
Oh man, I I, I tried to pull the all nighter. My answer is not is um. That's why I was like, why you gotta do me like that? You know. <laughs> so um, a few years ago, I used to have real bad issues with sleep, and I used to give me headaches. And, you know, in the Bible, there's a scripture that talks about how he will give you rest. And I, this was me challenging him. God, you said, and I told him, yeah. and, I, and that's what I told me. Can you tell Bring me into remembrance of our work. God, you said that you will give me rest. Oh, come to me who are heavy laden. And I went to him and I said, I don't want another sleep this night. And so after that, like I, I, I got the dropsies. I'll go to sleep. Like I'll just be sitting here, not not in the middle of conversation or nothing like that. But if nobody's speaking to me, or maybe I'm disassociated with whatever's going on in the room, I'm going to sleep. Mm. But I'm going to wake up maybe three o'clock in the morning, mm. <laughs> and that's when that's usually when God's like, "Come talk to me," and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah bro, that, that's like the praying hour." <laughs> you yeah. can't wait till seven o'clock. I can't, and then it's like you can't go back to sleep, and it's just so the um. And then I'm a dreamer. I dream a lot, so I always like to wake up and write it down. You know, maybe this is one that'll manifest in two months. You know, and and usually they do, but that's that's the thing that keeps me up at night. Usually, my 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 dad, my papa daddy, <laughs> <laughs> and papa daddy is you know our father God. He's the one who usually like keep, and he's like, yeah, come. Come talk to me real quick. Yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. Anything for you, Mika? The babies. I'm joking. My babies. <laughs> my, my babies. <laughs> right now, that's what it is. In this season, it's the babies. Um, but before I, I never really had trouble falling asleep or staying asleep. Um, during pregnancy this past year, I I had a lot of like just thoughts of being anxious about what's to come that kept me up so but I think like my normal is thankfully by the grace of God I don't have trouble sleeping or falling asleep or staying asleep (laughs) God God bless you (laughs) I don't play about my rest so I think it's like I do rest so much that if some something happens to my rest I would would just be like why (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna dub you sleeping beauty <laughs> that's what we that's what we we gonna do you sleeping beauty because I got I got I got to get my rest. That's <laughs> that's what I heard coming from you just now. <laughs> I know that verse too. I was like, I love that verse. I think it's like Matthew eleven twenty nine. It's like I will give me rest. You know that you won't get me to tell you specifically where it is. I can quote it like the back of my hand. <laughs> Because you were like, Lord, I, you said. Look, look, because look, I, I I was exhausted. I think I was going on like my fifth night. Sir, I'm not even, I'm not, you know, sometimes you have sleepless nights because you're stressed out or something. You know, some, pe- some people have sleepless nights because they're stressed out or worried or anxious about what's going to happen the next day. And it was none of that. I'm, I just can't, go, God, I can't go to sleep. I need you to help me. You, and that's usually how I, um, not, not like, um, not like you said, kind of challenging him, but you said like, daddy, you promised, <laughs> you know, that, and that's usually how I approach him. I don't approach him as, you know, God, I, that, I know that that's who he is. But when I talk to him, I say, I call him dad. That's, 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 that's exactly how I talk. And I was like, daddy, you promised. Mm-hmm. And after that, he said, well, since you said, since you look, you, you, you reminded me, okay, 
go to sleep. <laughs> now it's just like. I really do think God loves when you do speak the word mm. back to him too. So he's like, oh, like, you know the promises and you have faith in me. Like, you know, so I definitely think that that's key. Like, especially even if like with us, like if I speak something back to you that you told me, you know that I was listening. Mm. You know that I was coherent. Yes, yes. <laughs> mm. Like, believing in what you had to say. Yeah. So. This is the same God that says that the heaven and earth will fast fall away before one ounce of my word drop to the ground so that's why he said just bring not that he don't remember he remember he want to know if you know right tell me what tell me what you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so it's not even bring me in remembrance because i forgot bring me in remembrance because i promised you but let me know if you know the promise yeah so that that's that that's awesome mm-hmm. so we we broke the ice yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's a good segue into our topic because, you know, mental health triggers. Mm-hmm. I know I said like the the outline, but, you know, just kind of make it loose and talk about like what we want to talk about, especially because we were like talking about like in-depth gems before. <laughs> <laughs> now we weren't recording, but whatever. <laughs> so um, I figured that we would start um I was I mentioned it to Mika right or was it Victoria about the actual definition of the word um because we use word and and they have songs out there that 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 talks about being triggered and it seems like that's something that people want to rest in Mm. being triggered Mm. why why would you want to rest into something that's putting so there's I don't know if you guys ever heard of flight or fight mode yeah Mm -hmm. And then um, it's like and you just freeze. and it, you, your body don't know what it wants to do and when you're triggered you actually put yourself in fight or flight mode you don't know whether you should fight or run you know and um I don't think that being triggered is cute and that's just to be honest and curt about it so um I and and you it makes you wonder do you know what you're saying do you know the words that you're professing over your life do you know um you, what you're identifying as do you know what you're speaking over yourself you know okay. so I, I thought that um if we could just start with the definition and um I said you know I know when I'm getting old you, you know you're getting old when you got a favorite dictionary <laughs> my, my favorite dictionary is Merriam-Webster so so we all know I'm not co-signing it but I, I do like the Webster dictionary because it gives <laughs> you like um goes in depth of of what the 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 definition of the word is so if i can just read the definition that i have here um it says that triggered is to cause an intense and usually negative emotional reaction in someone so you walking around talking about i got negative emotions i'm triggered (laughs) that's why there's nothing cute about that um and I, I I do believe that the whole idea of recognizing the trigger and the fact that you're triggered is to find healthy coping mechanisms and soothing in ways so that that trigger does not control your life because you can be so triggered that you can't even stay in the room anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I and I need to, go ahead. Especially like younger people, you know, most people, most people that like to use that buzzword, they'll mm-hmm. just say it. And like, kind of like announce, like, oh, I don't like this. I'm triggered. Like, this is triggering me. Yeah, so you're you know? not 
but any you okay so you learned the word but you didn't learn any coping mechanisms like mm. you just want everybody to know you're upset okay all right and I, you use the example what if yelling triggers you and now every time someone yells you can't be there anymore you know that means you're not going to be able to be anywhere where there's yelling and sometimes yelling is part of life mm-hmm. right and you, you can't make the world mold to you like okay you're triggered by yelling and that's it could be absolutely valid like mm-hmm. i don't love when people you know yell up in my uh, in my face but mm-hmm. like you're just gonna fold under that like mm-hmm. in my in my in my eyes i always feel like like a trigger is like a test i remember i was telling you that about that before mm-hmm. right so I'm gonna constantly mm-hmm. fail that test girl like you're just always gonna be like oh yeah. <laughs> it's just always gonna have power over you like Right, you shouldn't stay in that triggered right? state. Right, <laughs> it's good that you recognize that at least, but not a goal. It's not. It's not. Um, that's it. That's all. It's, it's not cute. And and we we it, it, they you learn a word, you you learn this word like toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in Spanish, I, I was riding um home from church this um this afternoon, and the the guy had a sticker. It was in Spanish and it says, this driver is married and he doesn't really want to talk much. And then it said, sign La Toxica, which is the toxic, the toxic woman. Wow. That's so that's cute. Not, that's, that's so cute. That's, you know, like what? Okay. <laughs> you know, nothing yeah, is. Just put it on that bumper sticker. <clears throat> and I, I did share with you and I will share that um, I have, I ha- and I'm not going to say had, I'm going to say have. I have quite a few triggers and this is a transparent because I'm transparent Tracy. That's what I call myself sometimes. Um, I have quite a few triggers, right? Because I've, you know, whatever, been through a lot, but that's neither here nor there. But one thing about being triggered is that you physically can feel that you're being triggered, which means that you, you know, you can, you can have different things that it makes you anxious. It makes your stomach hurt. Um, you start sweating it makes you feel like you're going to pass out. And it literally like makes you feel like you want to run. You, you want to run and nobody's chasing you. So imagine having this physical reaction and you just announce it and you just sit in it. You rest in all in, in, all of these things, right? Which you said, if you don't deal with it, it'll start to deal with you. So what happens is, is that it manifests into physical sickness because your heart starts racing and now your heart is working harder than it should. It's not supposed to, your heart is not supposed to work that hard. And then it starts causing acid reflux and it starts causing um, gastro. And it, it can, it can, it can harm you physically um, to be triggered a hundred percent of the time. So what are you going to do to assist? And one of the things that I share is that um, I have to tell myself, I have to ask myself first, are you in imminent danger? Is there something, is, is this something that's happening or something you think is going to happen or something that happened? Mm. You know, are you living in the present, the past or the future? Mm. You know, because most of the time that you're anxious or triggered is because of you feel like the, this feels like something that happened back then. Mm-hmm. You know, someone says something to me, they're talking to me normal. They're telling me that I made a mistake. However, what you did was just triggered back then when I used to get in trouble and they yelled at me or they beat me or I got punished or I'm afraid that you're going to beat me or punish me. So you're not even living in the right now because right now you're safe, you know? 
So I have to tell myself that I'm safe. This is not um, something that's going to harm me. This is actually a coaching moment, you know, and, and th those are some of the things that you do so that you can mentally assert that I'm okay right now. I'm triggered because of this. I've identified the trigger. Now I'm telling myself that I'm okay. And then if you are in imminent danger, right, that's where you just remove yourself from the situation. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you know, this guy's yelling at me. He looked like he's about to hit me. Now you, this is where you go into flight mode. You know, <laughs> you, now it's time to go into flight, run, you know? <clears throat> so that it's not cute. Mm. <laughs> but you are identifying like two extra steps <clears throat> like regular people like you can identify oh when I'm triggered I don't like this you know I feel nauseous mm -hmm. I feel sick this that and the third but when you actually identify what triggered you mm -hmm. like you know how can you either remove yourself from the situation two extra steps right there that like <laughs> that can really alleviate a situation yeah yeah I and it is okay. go ahead no, go ahead. Um, I, was just I feel like I've been talking too much. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to say that um, I think it could be a combination of different things sometimes because it could be someone actually like hurting you, you know, but then it could also be very layered where you're taking it to the extreme. Uh, you're 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 pitting this person and attaching it to your dad mm -hmm. who said something to you when you were it's when you were like eight, that. yeah, or or you're attaching it to something your mom said when she when you were like a kid, mm -hmm. and it's like you gotta learn how to like, separate the two. Like it could be someone doing something that did trigger you that did hurt your feelings, but mm -hmm. don't attach it to all of your pain mm -hmm. from your past. Like don't let all of your pain time travel to you with you to yes. the present. So I think like it could be. At either or and it just recognize what it is like like you were saying just being aware of what exactly is going on and what you should do in the process yeah like I say I hear God all the time saying sis this ain't that <laughs> literally just like this ain't that you mm. she th this ain't that this is what was said you need to chew on like, so um hyper reactivity <laughs> is when you react but extreme no you know no so these are all things and I and I think like I always say I thank God because I have the opportunity to work through these emotions and the things that I've been through um which I share I share I don't mind sharing I share it a lot but so, some people don't have that opportunity you know because you're so full for, but, but that if you don't deal with it it'll deal with you so mean, meaning that you have to take that time, just like you'll go to the gynecologist or the neurologist or the, you know, you go to these different people. I believe that once, because if, if you get diagnosed with something today, you know, they try to keep you in good spirits because if your, your, your mind goes, then you, you following right behind it. So um, hyper reactivity is when you just react to something, you go from like zero to a thousand real quick. You are overly angry, overly happy, overly sad. And it's just like, for no reason, you know, not, not saying that you don't, you're not angry for a valid reason, because, you know, let's face it, we get angry. Things make us angry. Things make us sad, but, um, it shouldn't be so extreme that it just takes over your whole body. So mm -hmm. you, you have to, um, have a conversation like just how we're having a conversation 
like you can talk to, but you, you can't just have a conversation with just anybody. You have to talk to somebody. Um, we don't know everything. Everybody doesn't know everything. Even therapists and psychologists don't know everything. But when you start to open your mouth and share, the person that you're talking to may be able to identify you. That's not, that's, that's not, um, that's not a normal reaction. You know, that's not how you should respond to that. This, you know, this person was just trying to share this with you and you're responding to that. And now let's identify why you responded that way. When this, So I'll give you an example. Um, <clears throat> when I first started therapy, I was under the black people don't do that. Mm -hmm. You ain't crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, um, oh, <laughs> Like, you ain't crazy it's nothing wrong with you you just yeah, need well, jesus like help yourself so that was it you just need jesus now mm -hmm. I, i'm not going hey you're right thank you for giving me that piece of advice <laughs> but you know so when i first the first session she said something to me and i was like this is stupid and before and i don't talk to people like that but before i know it it had came out my mouth and she said okay mm -hmm. and she said she her response was mm -hmm, okay you know just <laughs> she was like come on just give it to me <laughs> and and then I said um eventually I said this ain't gonna work it's not working she said what's the first time you felt that something didn't work and I was like when I was 11 years old and she was like what was that and I said I had spent my life trying to make the adults around me notice me Wow. And I said that I was ironing clothes and I was waking up five o'clock in the morning and making breakfast and I was cleaning and I was doing everything I possibly could working and, you know, going over here to file papers and get paid so I can do this and do that. And they didn't pay attention to me. And I, and so before I know it, she had identified something and all she did was ask me a question. Wow. So it is to, to open, open up and share but you don't want to share with someone who, like I said, we don't all know everything, mm -hmm. you know, but you're sharing with someone. You need to ask God. We, we ask God for discernment. God, let me know if I should open up to this person. He always leads you to the right person who's been where you are or who's going through what you're going through or has the knowledge that you need. So sometimes it's just asking a simple question. You know, you, you walk in a room and you're frustrated and a person just asks you, how's your day? You know, and that simple how's your day and the wait for a response because you know we say how are you and yeah. we just keep walking yeah. and a person can be like today was a bad day and all you heard was I'm okay yeah. <laughs> that's not what they said so you know just a simple um how was how was your morning before you you know you left your house this morning and now they've identified why you're frustrated mm -hmm. so there's ways to identify but it don't always feel good. Mm -hmm. I must admit. That self-awareness can be a at all. Boring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about themselves. You know, right. everybody's at all. Yeah. You know, we think we're the ones like, you know, like what me? I'm not me. Like even um, actually, my pastor today was talking about um. Well, actually, no, it was a, it was, a it was another sermon. Sorry, not my pastor. But he, uh, a pastor, was talking about um, David and how, you know, how David had 
killed Beth's, Beth Scheider's man. Mm. Well, I'm sorry, but she was man. Mm. And like, mm. remember the um, like his uh, prophet had to come to talk to him and was like, oh, you know, he told that he told like a parable. The man had a goat. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, the one like, had a lot of goats. This man only had one. It was me. See a man like me. Who is this man? He should be put to death. The man is you, David. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, wait, that, what? <laughs> He's like, wait a minute. Wait, don't kill me. I'm. Yeah. yeah. That could be Uriah. 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 He. Um. It was Uriah. That was the husband's name. Yeah. Until mm -hmm. Uriah, he was just being you know, a I love, I love me some King David. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so that just shows like how much God wants you to talk to him mm -hmm. and wants you to have that relationship with him because then he could work with you. Mm -hmm. If you just out here talking about I'm just perfect, he's not going to be able to work with you and work through you. So... It's not that he don't know. He just wants you to come tell him. Yeah, it's really, it's kind of like, how many times in the Bible God asks us like, like questions to make us self-aware? Like he knows the answer. It's just like, like, I want you to come to yeah. like that realization. The garden. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But do you know come, where you at? Talk, come talk to me. Yeah. Come tell me all about it. <laughs> What's wrong, baby? <laughs> and he's just that like gentle too the way you said it like calming and gentle he's like that mm -hmm. he's like super gentle and talking to you and coming to you so yeah it's not all there is talking and self-awareness mm -hmm. that's, that that's all that's all yeah. yeah that's all it is i recommend therapy for everybody um i i would have you say oh he cheated on me and you're not going to leave, but you're going to stay there and try to make him miserable. Mm -hmm. And in turn, you're miserable because he lived in his regular life. You know, he's under the assumption that you forgave him. He might do it again. So when it's all said and done is you need to make, I always say that in, in, in any relationship, even if it's not boyfriend and girlfriend, it can be friend, it can be mother, daughter, you make sure that you're okay. And, and what I mean by make sure that you're okay is you need to identify your triggers, identify ways to, because we, we self-soothe, but we do it the wrong way. Um, Self-soothing, eating, um, watching the wrong shows, being around the wrong people, doing the wrong drug, drinking. We, we find ways to self-soothe and it's okay because what your body did was try to create a way to defend itself, right? It's okay because you did those things when you did not know that there's a such thing as healthy coping mechanisms and healthy soothing. You did what you knew best. So, you know, forgive yourself for partaking in the unhealthy things. But it's you have to make sure that you're okay. If everything was to leave you right now, and the only thing that you was left with was you, do you like you? Are you okay with you? You know, who, who and 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 I all and and um it's not. It's I'm on a journey. That's that like I'm I am on a journey. I have bad days. Um, and I don't I call them bad days. They say, Don't call that a bad day. You just not know it's a bad day. Today's a bad day. When I woke up this morning, I woke up at 3 30 and I told myself, I'm not doing nothing. I'm not going to church. I, like, and you know, that was my my sentiment. And God was like, Come on, come talk to me because you tripping. And you know, you you hear he he talks to all of us the way we need to hear it. Mm. We we all need to hear it a different way. Like, you know, I don't know how um, 
so the stereotype of New Yorkers, um, and I'm going to use it right now. So Go forgive ahead. me. The stereotype <laughs> is your son. You know what I mean? Like if God needs to, if God needs to come down yeah, and say, yeah. "Yo, son, you you mad bugging, bugging. or whatever it is," you know, if wow. he has to say that to you, you would hear that, mm -hmm. and it's like, "Oh, yo, I'm, yo, I'm bugging, yo." <laughs> You know, <laughs> he talks to you how you need to be spoken to. So it's make sure that you are okay. But like, I, I, I remember um, I put that like, because our social media is like kind of a time feed of what you want to see, right? Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be at least. It's supposed to like, they're supposed to figure out what you want to see, what you like and this, that. They told that. us it they told us it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the studies shown as that's that, what they say. <laughs> the more you use it, the more screen time, the more like, you know, depressed you can be and this, that, and the third. So I just kind of wanted to like have everybody's opinion. Like, why do you think what we want to see can be a trigger? Like what what why do you mm. think like stuff? Cause okay, things things that pop up on my timeline besides um like look Christian memes or stuff like that is like you know um um group projects like Pinterest projects. I always love seeing black women get their hair done. I don't know why. It's just like, like a good braiding video is so relaxing to me. I'm like, oh, that's so beautiful. <laughs> but like, it's just supposed to be um curated stuff that I, you know, like I, I I look at, I'm supposed to see, I don't use it that much, but why do you think those topics can lead to people being sad and depressed? I know for me, I had to step away from social media this year. Like, I think I, I uninstalled um, Instagram for like maybe a good 10 months or so. Mm -hmm. Um, and I only got back on because I, I unbraided my hair and I needed to find my hairstylist that I forgot her I phone. So I was like, oh, let me get back on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but yeah, I, I found myself, um, happier and, uh, like I wasted less time when I like without, when I have Instagram on my phone, I'll just. I'll unlock my phone and I'll say, oh, I'm going to, I don't know, grocery shop, but I'll somehow end up on Instagram. And after a few minutes of being on there, something will just make me like, it will trigger different emotions. And, and then like, I'll, I'll realize, okay, this is not where I'm supposed to be. So then I'll go back and do like, I'll try to remember, well, why did I unlock my phone? So I don't know why it, brings down that depression or it brings on depression or depressive thoughts perhaps but I think like I've noticed that you know people also don't really present their real selves on social media so that could be part of it mm -hmm. so if you're comparing yourself to others you may mm -hmm. see their highs but you don't see their whole holistic yeah. life or holistic view on what they're going through so you may be comparing yourself to their highs. So mm -hmm. I don't know. For me, I see real people. So for me, like I, I and it, my timeline is mo mostly people that used to be in my life and I no longer have a connection with them except on this platform. 
and I'm reminded of them when I open it up and I'm like, not that I don't care about them, but it's like, you're so far removed from my life and my mind. Now I'm seeing this and I don't really need it. Mm. So, but that's just me. On on your point about like, you know, you said you were going to go shopping and then you just ended up on Instagram. I think that could be a part of it because of the fact that like, it's so mindless. Mm. Like it's just, there you go. Scroll, there you go. scroll and it's so mindless that you don't even realize like what's coming in mm-hmm. you don't even realize mm-hmm. it until what like you're what you're in. taking in yeah. and then like at night you're like why are you so sad all of a sudden yeah. like i think it's just because it's mindless scrolling you don't even realize it like like um i think there was this article i read and there's another book that i read digital minimal minimalism oh, it's, really good. it's just like if you are feeling anxious or lazy or just all around a little unhappy, reduce screen time. They be like, mm-hmm. don't even worry about why, just reduce your screen time, mm-hmm. or right? And it's like I always notice. I'm like, oh yeah, that's anxious. Mm-hmm. So, but when I tell you what I look at, is it? I feel like it's harmless. Like it's not like I I, I, mm-hmm. I don't even follow celebrities. Like like I don't follow anybody who doesn't follow me so everybody I follow I know you Mm -hmm. I know you and either I know you or you are a small enough account that it's like you know okay Mm -hmm. cool like like so I I don't follow anything that would make me sad yet me being off the platforms make me happier it makes no sense to me I don't understand Mm. but whatever you know two two points Mm. one is um I've never created a TikTok. I don't plan to ever create one. People send me videos to watch. I ain't got time for that. <laughs> so, but the only reason that I said that is not, you know, I'm like I said, I'm not, you know, I'm not better. I'm a, I'm a work in progress, so on and so forth, right? We go back to Bible. Bible says that you need to guard your ear gates and your eye gates. Mm-hmm. Guarding your ear gates and your eye gates means you need to watch what you digest because a simple seed turns into a tree. And before you know it, you have all of this stuff going on in your brain. You don't know why you saying period. <laughs> in the middle of like you and and, and so um there 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 was a point where like i don't have facebook i have instagram the reason that i only have instagram is because it's just videos and pictures and if i don't want to listen to it i don't have to um if i don't want to if if i don't want to see it i can just keep scrolling on facebook they made statuses and there was like sneak dissing and a lot of stuff that was going on so um the 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 first point that i wanted to make was tiktok china are the creators mm-hmm. from what I understand. Yeah. And if you look at a Chinese TikTok, you know, they have things about doctors and lawyers and different hacks on how to be a better human being in life. And they they control the algorithm of what the people in China see on TikTok. Here you get to see all type of stuff. Mindless things once again that keep you distracted. Mm-hmm. You're distracted from your purpose you're distracted from being intentional in life you have to be intentional about what you do so mm-hmm. i call it a social media fast um i'll just delete the log out delete the whole social media and once you do that you realize how many times you pick up your phone to go on social media but you don't have the app no more mm-hmm. and and i realized oh i just picked up my phone 10 times in the last 
five seconds, you know, to go on social media. And it's just, I don't, um, regarding like the depression, nobody, like you said, you, and the, the people who do, it's just weird to me that just sit on social media and cry in their car. Like, and, and it, it's, is it a cry for attention or a cry for help? And if you're crying oh. for help, put the camera down and call somebody. Huh. <laughs> huh, huh, huh. Stop, stop that. You know, because now what you have is 100,000 people that's commenting on your post and how you feel good because you got the attention. Yeah, it's a cycle. It's a cycle. You yeah. have the attention that you need, the adrenaline, the rush that you feel. Somebody told you you was pretty. They liked your picture. Mm -hmm. You know, they liked your status. Somebody commented, oh, let me check how many comments I have. Mm -hmm. So people have started to associate real life with the likes and things of nature that you get. So we, it, it life has gone from me showing up to your house to check on you, to me going to your Facebook page. And because I see you posted a picture of you smiling, you all right. Mm -hmm. Wow. I, I say that a picture is worth a thousand words, but rarely does it speak the truth. That's good. That's deep. So That's when, deep. when, 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 um, she said that she, um, deleted her social media, sometimes you have to step back because you, you start living life with other people mm -hmm. un unbeknownst to you. Yeah. You don't like I said, being aware of how something made you feel. Yeah. You scroll past something and um and and I'm and I'm sorry, Miss Mika, I'm gonna pick on you a little bit. <laughs> Cause you said that they're the furthest from your mind, but it makes you feel some type of way to see it. Yeah, I mean that's that's Not... that's what I realized. Um mm -hmm. and I mean like I think I I just uploaded Instagram again or mm -hmm. downloaded it, whatever. Um, Either way, it's on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't like. I could go a whole week and not open Instagram before, mm -hmm. like you said, within five seconds. Like I'd find myself picking my phone up ten times. So I think removing myself from it. Um, and like focusing on my reality mm -hmm. helped me just not even be bothered by it anymore. But mm -hmm. yeah, that became a thing for me. Like, why am I seeing these people that are not in my life mm -hmm. post about mundane things like what I had for breakfast or I'm jogging down this street? Like, I, like I, I, for me, it was like, I don't need to know that. And it made me just, it made me either feel, um, like unhappy or just like I don't care about you type of thoughts which I don't like having about people mm. if that <laughs> makes sense mm -hmm. like it just made me feel like I'm a careless person for human beings and it <laughs> made me feel bad about myself so one thing that um I learned and it look um um what I, I told my therapist, I said over the years that I've been in therapy, I use what I've learned on people all the time. So when I heard you say that, I just wanted to to touch on that. And what she told me was um which she helped me identify that once you become once you have a relationship with somebody where you had conversations for multiple days at a time and this person like is a part of your life. They don't have to be there every day, but you talk to them and you share things with them and you go back and forth and all of a sudden that relationship is over. It's basically a morning. Mm -hmm. Not that that person died, but you lost something. And she said that you can mourn a relationship with someone who's still alive. 
And she she told me, um, because I, I I would try to avoid it. I don't want to think about the person. I don't want to see the person because when I do, I remember how we used to be so close. And I and I and, and I remember what you did. I forgive you because I was told that I should. It hurt a little bit, you know what I mean? Like it still hurt a little bit. So what she said is that I started, I had to start to deal with it. I had to start to um once I can look at this person and not feel any type of way, then not that I'm a hundred percent healed, but it, I've accepted it. I've processed what happened. I've accepted fault in my part of what happened, you know, because you, you have to accept your part in a in a failed relationship. You you wasn't just innocent the whole time. You, and I'm not, I'm not talking about you particular, you know what I mean? Don't, don't think I'm talking about you particularly, but that's, that's another thing. So we, we, we have, so I had this girl, look, we, I don't mind telling my uh -oh. business. <laughs> look, I, 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 I was, um, <clears throat> I was with this guy. We was together for so many years. I actually ended up being pregnant from him, but he cheated on me with this girl. And this girl was like, we called each other sister. You know, I defended her. I hung out with her and people talked about her. And I was like, Hey, don't talk about her like that. And you know, they did whatever they did. Mm. And she requested me and I, I, I accepted the request. <clears throat> me and this guy, we broke up. Um, you know, we never broke up because he was cheating on me again. He wasn't my husband, which I was like, I was out of order. So that was my part that I took. I was out of order because I was operating out of the will of God. I was tripping. So I had to accept my part in the failed relationship. Right. So I'm not angry with him to this day. We best friends, you know, <clears throat> but she requested me. I accepted it. And then she inboxed me and I was like, why is this girl talking to me? <laughs> like, well, why is she, you know, and, and I had to realize that I had not forgiven her and I was still angry with her. So I had two choices. Choice number one, remove her. Choice number two, reconcile and get over it. So what I did was, is that I said to myself, God, I need you to deal with that pain that I still have because I'm still hurt because she was supposed to be my sister, mm. you know? And, but I got to remove her. I can't just be staring at her. She just can't yeah, be talking. That's totally you know? And that was just, that was that. So when it comes to the algorithm, um, guard your ear gates, your eye gates, watch how you are processing what you're looking at. And what I had to, what I had to do was, and I guess you can control your algorithm and what I did, I just deleted everything and everybody that was not conducive to what was, uh, what I'm, I'm walking this way. And you said this and I didn't like that. So you got to go click, you know? And then Instagram has this thing where it says, do you want this person to be removed from following you as well? We won't let them know. And I was like, yes, actually, thank you for, <laughs> thank you for not telling on me, you know? <laughs> so um, I'm now. when you, when we finish, I want you to go on and see the amount that they make just to keep your attention. Mm -hmm. the amount of money that your attention is worth wow just your attention is worth some point billion dollars i can't remember the specific amount and all you did was give them your time they fighting for your time and if you don't know how precious your time is something that you spend you can't get back yeah right. that's a whole because oh. it's like it's it's planned to keep you scrolling like this is their goal mm -hmm. to keep you scrolling mm-hmm and on the point that you said about like, um, you know, a picture is worth a thousand words and like um, people just consider 
that picture of you smiling as you're good. Like, it's true. Like a lot of people replace actual real relationships Mm -hmm. and things that, you know, God calls us into community. God wants us to have that type of um, real relationship with people talking and everything like that. People really replace that with social media. And it's really sad. It's really sad that it's gotten to that point. And I think that's what also leads to the loneliness and the depression. Because I think people replace real relationship with liking something or sharing Mm -hmm. something. And it's like, that's not a real relationship. That's not a real community. Like you might have a community online, but that's not a real type of, um, yeah, where where there's like accountability, where there's prayer, like, you Mm -hmm. know, and even just hearing somebody pray for you can sometimes uplift you, like different things that we can only experience in person and, you know, with actual real friendships, um, you know, Mm -hmm. know, social media. A lot of times we have conversations with people without them being there. Mm, If that makes, we have conversations with people without them being there. So I, one of the, one of the things that I struggle with is calling someone and saying, I need you because today is not a good day. So what I do is, is I think about how they would respond. And then I tell, and then I tell myself, um, they're only going to show up because I said I was in a bad place, but I want them to show up because they want to not because I need them. Mm-hmm. You don't get to choose how a person shows up for you. Mm-hmm. You don't get to choose when they show up. You don't get to choose the fact that they showed up because you said you don't get to choose or have a conversation with someone that's not there. <laughs> you, you, if you understand what I mean? Yeah. So <clears throat> one of the things with depression is um, just feeling like nobody cares, nobody hears you, nobody sees you. When you go on social media and you add a filter, I'm the filter queen. I love filters. Be like that sometimes. You add a filter. You smile like everything's okay. You post it. And now what you have is a quick fix to that loneliness that you feel. You have not start to deal with the thing that's inside of you that's bothering you. You have not given yourself a long-term fix. You gave yourself a popcorn fix. You want this microwave fix right now. You didn't put it in the oven and let it bake. You know, so what you did was, is you posted this picture, you got these hundred likes and you feel good about yourself. And then what happens is, is that when the likes start to die down, your emotions start to die down again. And now you need to post your next picture to get your next fix. That's what it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a consistent, um, it's a consistent struggle. It's a consistent cycle. Depression is a very, um, it's a sensitive topic. It's a sensitive subject. Um, Sometimes trying to uncover trauma makes you feel like you're going through the trauma all over again. Sometimes, you know, talking about the molestation or, you know, the different things, it can make you feel like it's happening all over again. And one thing about therapy is that you have to keep going back mm. and you have to, you know, you have working to keep, on you have to, and, and um, I'm, I'm working on something about processing through the process, how you, how you process through your process, it really makes a big difference. You know, when you're going through a traumatic situation, the majority of the time you have self, um, self-defecating thoughts. You're thinking that you're worthless. You're thinking that you deserve it. You internalize. I'm, they did this to me because I deserved it. Or I'm not good enough. And those are the things that we have to heal, not the trauma, because the trauma was real. The trauma was wrong. But how did you go through that trauma and what things did you take from that that you holding on to? Wow. You, you nursing it. 
you baby in it. You don't want nobody to touch that. You know, just just leave me over here with my with my self hatred. Um, I can love you, but let me hate me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I can show up for you and be consistent and loyal to you. Let me help you with your doctor's appointment, but I haven't been to the doctor in two years. That part, don't you me. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it 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 is it's it's a it's a it's a it's a touchy subject when you start talking about depression but i believe that that's another reason why we can absent mind because you can click on one reel and gotcha. be gone you be gone for hours <laughs> and it literally you like not even <clears throat> it like it plays on the mild mindlessness of you know what you're going through and it it makes you not have to be self-aware right mm-hmm. like you don't have to like deal with what you're going through you can there you go you can like you know be in that part and not deal go. with what you have to deal with mm-hmm. like in digital minimalism he was talking about the point of social media like mm-hmm. like if you have an account on any platform what is your points of having like an Instagram, a t- TikTok, da, 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 da. if you don't define your point, you're just going to be scrolling. You, you and that thumb are just going to waste like hours and hours. And he's like, but if you know you're on Facebook for family, or if you know you're on Instagram for your business or this, that, and the third, you can allot time to accomplish that goal. And that's it. It's not taking up all of your free time and making you feel depressed because, you know, like insert reason here like it's Mm -hmm. it's not it's it's like stealing all of them all of the time that you can be like thinking about yourself being self-aware like you know being intentional about how you being intentional about how you show up in the world and and it's and it's it's a i said god you want me to ask them to do that You want me, you, because most of the time your, your purpose, your, whatever you struggle with the most is what normally your purpose is. Ooh. When, 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 when you say, say, um, you have an issue with being on time, you know, and that's something that you want to work on. You are struggling on it. You can't tell somebody how to be on time. If you have not struggled with being on time, you can't tell somebody how hard it is to come back from a loss if you have not suffered a loss. So I'm not saying, so you know how um, you, you you want somebody to talk to you about something that's been through something close to what, you, what, what you're going through. You want somebody to be able to minister you to you like Miss Mika with, <clears throat> with the, the, the babies and that type of stuff. You can't, I can't minister to a first time mom because I don't have children. I don't have living children right now. So it's like you, you, whatever it is that you're struggling with, you have to be able to bless somebody with that. I believe that we, we, I, we say, I say, there's this thing I say, we're the blueprint to someone else's survival. Mm. So once we, once we sit and we realize, okay, listen, I've been on social media for five hours. Let me detach. Once you detach, now you got to look that stuff in the face. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whatever it was that you just tried to disassociate from you, it's time to look at it. And then once you look at it, you go through it. You go through it. You deal with it. You it it don't feel good. I I can't stress that enough. It don't feel good. But one thing about it is that with God on your side, He left us a comforter, and it ain't nothing like it. Amen. It ain't nothing like the comforter. Before we end anything, anybody else have anything else to say? 
Any extra thoughts? Oh, I will say that like, um, you know, when you were just talking about like processing your process, mm -hmm. it's beautiful also too when you look back at whatever stage you're at to see how God is like really molding mm -hmm. your story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a definitely a beautiful thing too when you see how God really works everything for the good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it really does. And, um, you know, you could still be in your process, whatever stage, but there's some growth there, yeah. you know? You could always look back and be like, yeah, I wasn't there two years ago. Mm -hmm. And you see the purpose of the pain too. Like, mm -hmm. says, like what you're dealing with can be a blessing for somebody else. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I'm not where I want to be, but thank God I'm not where I used to be. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what we, that's what we say all the time. If it had not been for the Lord on my <laughs> side, where would I be, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so you're right about that. You look, oh, I almost died. Mm. <laughs> oh, child. Oh, I, I love those moments of reflection. Mm. <laughs> as long as they're good moments, you know, not not good moments like perfect, mm. but you reflect, reflect in a way that, God, I thank you. Because <laughs> mm. <laughs> it could have been, it should have been. Right. It, it yeah. might have been, but thank you because it wasn't. <laughs> right. And those triggers don't trigger you as much anymore. Mm. Even even with the triggers, you can see like, oh, you know, I don't react the same. Mm -hmm. My you feelings know? don't, can't just, you know, take mm -hmm. hold of me like that anymore. Mm -hmm. you know? Right, exactly. I kind of do want to leave, like, I don't think we need to vilify social media, right? Because we we met you off social media. Like, like, there are obviously good portions of it. I think, like, when you go there mindlessly and, mm -hmm. like, pick up most of your day that's where like the enemy starts planting seeds of like yeah you ain't doing mm -hmm. enough in your life and mm -hmm. da -da -da -da. look at these people on happy people on vacation like, <laughs> it'll even come to you like you're not even as christian as as the christian followers you follow girl yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on women's conference like Oh yeah, it does. It does have its. It, it does have its good parts. We're not. We're not. We're not vilifying. Yeah, you know, you can find community, find your girl, homegirls, find your tribe, all that. So, just wanted to um leave the 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 verse that I wanted to leave with is uh, Philippians four verse eight. You know, taking inventory of our thoughts and you know, like what we take in. Like, don't focus on um what the enemy wants you to focus on like 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 all the mm. bad thoughts take take notice on like what's what's good noble think honest. on things that are true think all on that. things that are good and noble mm -hmm. yeah i was trying to figure out like i was trying to figure out what the scripture is what are you saying and that's yeah think on things that it tells you what to think on think on things yeah. that are true good noble it tells you what to ponder on so as soon as you get that thought uh-uh Exactly. Yeah. And you're more like, you get to like uh, intentional about what you ruminate and think and like, um, um, yeah. uh, let your mind go to, you know, mm -hmm. you're, you're more self-aware with it. I don't know. That's like my, my word for, the, for today. <laughs> your thoughts, your thoughts come, but you choose which ones you entertain. Mm -hmm. So that, that's, that's what Miss Vicky was trying to say. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I mean, like you yeah. said, like it all starts in the, the battle starts in your mind, right? Yeah. So once you that's know, a good um that was a good oh, word. Yeah. You just gave you just gave a word. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's what that's what you did. You <laughs> just you gave a word. Look, and I just I just wanted to leave y'all. Look, you you tried to fly. <laughs> 
You should try to slide that one in there. (laughs) You just came and gave a word. Watch watch how you thinking. Yes, definitely. Thank you so much for talking with us. This was awesome. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate the the opportunity to talk too much on y'all on your (laughs) platform. To talk too much on your platform. I appreciate it. Don't diminish what you came here and provided to us. Because I almost talked your ear off prior to. Oh yeah, it was was gems off the podcast. (laughs) So many. I was like, no, we're support. No, no. You guys, how to reach at Andrea's podcast yeah. and on social media. My Instagram is uh it's miss.turtle.dove. Okay. And there's a link to my podcast on my page, but it's also available. My Turtle Doves Asylum on Anchor and Spotify. Right, y'all check it out. If there's nothing else, thank you, Andrea. And this is a word at the table. table.